This is Inspired Wellness with Jessica, your new go-to podcast for mind, body, and emotional wellness. Tune in to hear real, raw conversations about stress, anxiety, and holistic self-care. I am your podcast host. My name is Jessica. I am from Inspired Life Collective. I'm an advanced EFT practitioner, meditation therapist, and holistic life coach, and I am on a mission to educate you on how to release stress from your body and dare I say, even prevent it and inspire you to live life with a calm body, a clear mind and thriving emotionally. If you are ready to support your long-term health and wellness, then let's jump straight into the episode. Welcome guys to Inspired Wellness with Jessica. I am Jessica Reed. I'm an advanced EFT practitioner, meditation therapist, holistic life coach, and holistic counselor. And this is the podcast where we talk about mind, body, and emotional well-being, stress and anxiety management, and holistic self-care. And wow, I cannot believe that I am sitting here recording my very first podcast to share with you all. I have so much gratitude for anybody who has chosen to press play and listen today. And in the spirit of transparency, I have my two little kids here today. So if they come running in and they're going to say hello, I hope that's okay. But it is school holidays and the daycare center is closed due to COVID. So <laughs> as we get to know each other a little bit better, you will know that I love facilitating emotional healing and personal growth with women who are weighed down by stress, anxiety, trauma, and the busyness of life. And I do this through my private coaching business, which is Inspired Life Collective, where I work with women one-on-one to release the trauma, the limiting beliefs, to learn how to manage the stress, release the anxiety, and heal themselves emotionally. Unfortunately, you know, it's, it's very much culture today that we are busy, our lives are busy, Everything is always on the go. We live in a very highly stimulated world. Our phones are 24-7. Our social connections are 24-7. Our work is now 24-7. And I know our kids are definitely 24-7. And I know particularly as you know, busy working women and as myself as a mother, self-care wouldn't come first or second or even often show up on the to-do list. There's a lot of guilt around self-care or it feels like it has to be a lot of effort. And it's often not until the effects of that busyness, the effects of being on the go all the time, the effects of the mental load that then become physical, that become, you know, we become run down, we become, we burn out, we suddenly develop anxiety or panic attacks, we suddenly feel like we're not coping those things that we suddenly feel aren't happening suddenly. But for so many women, we are not putting self-care as a priority. And I'm not talking about, you know, self-care that just, you know, is a quick facial or something that feels good, you know, taking some time to get your nails done. 
all of those things are amazing and I'm not saying not to do them by any means, but what I really preach in my business with my clients on Instagram, I'm talking about the type of self-care that involves taking steps to prevent and release stress from the body, to live mindfully and to live in awareness with your thoughts because these things are what are going to help you with your emotional well-being. These things are what is going to help you to take control of your anxiety, to put an end to the panic attacks, to give you the strength to go through the emotional healing that you need to be doing. And these are all things that I'm going to talk to you about over the series of these podcasts. So if this sounds like something that you resonate with, then this podcast is definitely for you. So on today's episode, I want to tell you guys a story and it's my story. It's raw and it's vulnerable and also probably very relatable to a lot of you that are listening. And the reason that I want to share it is because everything that I share, everything that I have learned over the last two years, everything that I've studied, all the work that I have done, it has transformed my life and I know that it works. And you'll learn in my story that I was in a place of complete despair, a place where I did not believe that anything was going to change and I did not remember what normal felt like. So I share this, I'm going to share my story with you because I need you to feel that possibility that you can allow more for yourself, particularly in the space of emotional well-being, because that's going to govern how you show up for your life, how you show up for your children, for your job, for yourself. Now, if you had met me two years ago, you would have seen a person that was put together, a smiling face, but also somebody that was absolutely dying inside that nobody realized and somebody who was wondering if I could actually ever feel normal again. Every day I turned up to work in my high stress, fast paced job and I would turn up after having panic surge through my body from the moment I opened my eyes every single day. I smiled, I ran a team, I ran meetings through terrifying anxiety symptoms like dissociation, certainty that I was going to faint, racing heart, so mine would hit 180 beats per minute, and I was actually diagnosed with SBT at one point, uh, which I'll get into a little bit later in my story, and you know, so many other nasty symptoms, and if you're an anxiety or panic experiencer, you'll know, you'll begin to know I don't like the word sufferer. If you are an anxiety or panic experiencer, then you will know how terrifying and how consuming these symptoms can be. So I showed up, I had an 18 month daughter and I showed up for her every day. You know, we did everything together on the weekends and after work. And, you know, at the time I knew that I was doing my best, but I was constantly on edge. I was always feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling extremely triggered by light and noises and I was fearful of going out. I was always worrying about my heart and that meant for me that I was not showing up for my partner, for my daughter, for my family, my friends, for myself, anywhere near the person that I deserved 
all that they deserve from me. So on the outside, it seemed like I was crushing it. Like I was doing really well at work, at home. Like I was handling all of my issues and setbacks really, really well. But on the inside, my body had no idea how to switch off my fight or flight response, how to deal with stress or how to cope. And knowing what I know now, what I've learned in my last two years of studying and working with clients, what I know now is that I truly believe I was in fight or flight response. The stress response of my body was activated for the better part of three years. And boy, oh boy, did that take a toll on my physical and my mental and my emotional well-being. So to give you a bit of an overview of how I ended up like this, I had an injury in 2017 and a seemingly innocent injury. I dislocated my kneecap one day, putting the washing away. And I also fractured my patella when I did this. Now that meant that I was put in a big long leg brace with a piece of metal running down the back of it. That metal was digging into my calf and I ended up with blood clots. Now one of those clots broke off and traveled up through my lungs. So what happened to me from there was the trauma of going through this pulmonary embolism, the trauma of the diagnosis process with the paramedics, the medication that I was put on, which is, you know, necessary to, to, I guess, from a life-saving point of view, but really not good for your body. You know, I, I wanted to have another child around that time because my daughter was 18 months old and I was told that, you know, you can't get pregnant on these medications and you're going to be on this for all these months. And so all of this trauma started accumulating and I was absolutely in a state of PTSD. The knee dislocation was one of my biggest fears because it happened to me a few times when I was a teenager. So I was not only living in this state of trauma and PTSD, but I was also re-triggered by what had happened to me when I was younger. And so then what continued to happen was my body, the stress that my body was under, the stress that my mind was under, was I just began to emotionally crumble. I started to develop anxiety and I started having panic attacks and I had no idea what was happening to me. Now, every time I had a panic attack, I thought I was having another pulmonary embolism. I couldn't breathe with them. And that's what happened to me when I, you know, had my embolism. Every single time that happened, I thought I was dying. I had multiple trips to hospital. And then they came with guilt, shame, being sent home, telling me I just had a panic attack. So I left every time thinking, they told me it's all in my head. That's what I thought anxiety was at the time. I would leave the hospital knowing that I had had very real physical scary symptoms. I had also re-clotted after being put on some of the medication that I was on. And I left, yeah, thinking, yep, it's all in your head. thought I was going crazy. <laughs> I sought so much help. I saw doctors, obviously hospital trips. I saw a psychologist. I had counseling. I tried various medications that my body just did not handle 
And I was even told by one medical professional that if I wasn't willing to trial a sixth medication, that he couldn't actually even help me any longer. So here I was thinking this was my new way of living, that there was absolutely no way out of it. There was pressure on my relationship. I was imploding inside. I was emotional. I was hurt. I was injured. I was terrified, terrified that I was going to die every time I had these panic experiences, terrified over what was going to happen to me because I was injured again, couldn't look after my daughter properly. I needed surgery. I couldn't have that until my clots went away. I was living in this state of fear and it just kept snowballing and suddenly I became this person that I just did not recognize. I don't know how I showed up to work. I don't know how I put on a face. I do know that inside it was chaos, absolute chaos. And then one day, one week, I had this panic attack that lasted for five solid days. I remember ringing my doctor and I was in tears and I was like, I can't breathe. I don't know what is happening. I can't stop this. And he said, you are having a panic attack. It was five days and he gave me Valium. And then after that day and some conversations with my mom and my GP and some other people, I accepted the fact that I had anxiety because at the time, you know, admitting for me, not knowing anything about anxiety, by the way, at that point in time, admitting that I had anxiety was like admitting that it was all in my head. Once I was actually willing to admit that though, it gave me this little bit of hope that there was other ways I might be able to manage it, other ways that I might be able to help myself. I have always always loved a holistic approach and this really set me off on that journey the very first thing that I looked into besides some meditations on an app the very first thing that I looked into though was the way that my diet could impact my mental health the way that looking after my gut health could impact my mental health and I started changing my diet I um, looked after my gut much, much better. I found some beautiful supplements. Um, if some of you know, I'm an Arbon consultant and I absolutely love their gut health products. So they supported me through this time. And then I saw an acupuncturist. I did other things and I was getting bleeding relief. I was exercising more. But then I fell pregnant with my second child and I don't know if it's the hormones or what it was, but my anxiety and panic through that just went straight through the roof for the whole entirety of my pregnancy. Now I had a fear of, of I have a fear, I had a fear of pain. I had a fear and that's because of the injury. I, I have fear of something hurting me. So trying to, I guess, prepare myself for labor in this irrational state of fear was awful. So when I gave birth to my daughter, it was in January 2020, so it was around the time of the bushfires, so the smoke was all around and my panic was at an all-time high. Now, 
you know, our fight or flight response is wired to be active, activated by the scent of smoke. Okay, it's a protection mechanism. So these panic attacks that I was experiencing leading into my pregnancy just made things even harder. And then post-birth, it just kept going. Now, a few months, two months after the birth of my second daughter, COVID started, and suddenly we're isolated and we're locked away in our homes by myself, you know, with the kids. The anxiety and panic that I was already experiencing tripled. I had a diagnosis of vestibular migraines. Now, vestibular migraines are connected to the same part of your body that controls your anxiety response. So if I would get a migraine, I would also get anxiety and vice versa. These made me feel like I was going to fall over. They made me unable to judge the depth of the stairs in my home. They were, I wouldn't drive my car. I wouldn't leave my home. It was awful. I was having acupuncture. I was having, um, I was seeing chiropractor. I knew that there were no medications that my body could handle. So I started feeling again, like I was at a point of no hope. And then one day, sort of mid pandemic, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw something about this thing called tapping. And I was like, you know what? I'm so desperate. I'll give anything a go right now because I could not remember for the life of me what feeling normal felt like. I genuinely didn't know. I could not remember a day, a whole day where I felt normal without some kind of physical anxiety symptom. So I just learned on the internet really basic how to tap and I was getting some relief from it. So then a few weeks of tapping, I was able to get myself back in the car driving. I was learning how to manage my panic disorder. And then a few weeks after that of tapping every day and noticing the difference on the days that I didn't, I began to learn as much as I possibly could about tapping. And I then enrolled uh, in a course to become a practitioner. I just wanted to be able to, first of all, learn how to go as deep into the self-healing as possible, but then also be able to share it with all these other people who I had in my life who I knew were experiencing anxiety as well. And then within a few months, of beginning this training, I had worked with my own practitioner on my own issues, with my triggers. And I went through a personal peace procedure that let go of anything that was triggering me, let go of the things that were holding up all of my negative belief systems and the things that were holding me down and the things that were re-triggering my anxiety and panic attacks. I was actually experiencing days and weeks at a time of feeling normal. Now my body still tries to give me panic attacks. I still do experience anxiety and some hormonal related anxiety, which I'm working with somebody on. But the difference between me now and me then is that I know how to manage it. I know how to put a stop to it quickly and I understand why it's happening to me. So once I completed my certificate of advanced EFT practitioner and life coaching, I then had this real yearning to know more about the stress response, know more about the way that the body responds to stress, how it's triggered, how the mind is triggered, 
um, how to calm it, how to incorporate more positive thinking skills. So I then got a certification in meditation therapy and holistic counseling. And I'm currently enrolled in a um, diploma in clinical hypnosis with a trauma focus. So my knowledge and my growth is still happening and I love it every day. And I love that I get to share with clients who I, as I mentioned before, work with one-on-one, but also work with uh, throughout, through my membership as well. I get to share these tools and techniques, meditation, EFT tapping, positive thinking skills, how to live mindfully, release triggers from people, help people to release emotions, how to heal emotionally, how to release trauma, trauma that they've been holding onto their entire lives for some of these things. It is just amazing. I have found my calling. I extended my maternity leave at my corporate job and I have found my calling and I am so grateful for that every single day. So now here I am, a mom of two absolutely beautiful girls, currently six and two. I am building this business that I am absolutely in love with and I am helping women every day to heal themselves emotionally and deal with stress and anxiety and other life challenges. And it is just the best thing that honestly has ever happened to me. Do you know it's amazing telling that story? after being through the personal peace procedure and doing all of the EFT tapping, which I'll teach you guys more about on more podcast episodes, but I'm able to tell it without feeling that big pull of emotion now. And I can't tell you how fantastic that feels. I want to thank you so much for listening to my story. And I hope that you feel like you've gotten to know a little bit about who I am and why I'm here and why I'm serving in the way that I am. I would love to hear your story you can reach out to me through Instagram. It's at inspiredlife.byjessicaann. You can also book a free 15-minute discovery call if you would like to have a chat about how my holistic healing sessions could help you by going to www.inspiredlifecollective.com.au. Guys, this is a brand new podcast. This was my very, very first episode, and I thank you so much for being here with me today you've been listening to inspired wellness with jessica if you loved what you heard today make sure you subscribe to this podcast and leave a review if you know someone who would love to hear all about this topic make sure you share this episode on your socials and tag me at inspiredlife.byjessicaann you can get in touch with me through my website, www.inspiredlifecollective.com.au. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.